Under the leadership of that haughty woodsman, Daniel Boone, a large party set out for the new land, Kentucky. Where else comes to be pretty like me? I'm Colonel Harold Sanders, and I'd like to tell you a little bit about my Kentucky Fried Chicken. Have I told you you people are crazy? This is Old Kentucky Tales, the only podcast that solemnly swears that we have never consumed a horse's neck. Today's title is Some Jerk Put an Egg in My Soda. I am your host, Brent Taylor. To my left is the man who is going the distance with social distancing, Jason Donner. This might be the best part of this whole thing. Just how confused you try to make everybody at the beginning. But it's a tease. What does he mean, eat a horse's neck? Yeah, so we will get to that. Do we address those? Okay, we do address those. There will be a place for forget. you to address it. Now, okay. I don't know if you will address it or not. Spoiler alert, that's a ginger ale. So it's it's not as bad as it sounds this time. In this episode of All Kentucky Tales, our main event, we'll examine the explosion, literally and figuratively, of soda fountains at the turn of the 20th century. And in our bonus material, we'll hear some real government driving tips that prove that common sense isn't that common. Along the way, don't forget to support the fake history sponsors who support Old Kentucky Tales. The products are real, only the sponsorship is fake. It's 1971 and Chrysler Plymouth is coming through for you. We're coming through with variety. Five completely different car lines, 76 different models. More kinds of new cars than anyone else in the business. We're coming through with value. Every Chrysler and Plymouth is built and engineered with extra care to make sure you get a dollar's worth of automobile for every dollar you spend. We're coming through with brand new options, like a stereo cassette tape system available with a microphone. You can record your own voice or record directly from the radio. It's 1971 and Chrysler Plymouth coming through for you. I think I got it. I didn't really hear a word he said because I was so focused on, do I know that voice? Isn't that our friend Dean? Yes. That's our friend Dean. That is our friend Dean. <laughs> okay, it took a minute. <laughs> and I just love, like, so I just cut a new recording album in my car. Uh-huh. You're going to have a microphone recording your voice in the car? It's the 70s. Are you supposed to sit in the parking? I guess you're cut singing a whole while album. you're driving. Is that a thing people still say? I cut think so. an album? I think so. Don't do that. But again, <laughs> common sense tells you. And... Now we're time for our main event, and that is the big explosion of soda fountain drinks in Paducah and elsewhere at the turn of the 20th century. What happened to dun 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 boing? Uh, yeah, I don't know. We kind of forgot about it No last more main time event. And... <laughs> okay, maybe not. That's fine. I'm not sure. I heard it in my brain anyway. Yeah, I did too. I didn't hear it last time, which dun, is interestingly dun, 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 enough. Yeah, I don't know uh, why. But, but this time, uh, maybe we didn't have a smooth transition or something. I don't... So... We're but, talking about those good old early versions of a soft drink. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, As opposed to so a hard drink. Fountain drinks, right. The hard drinks have the liquor. That liquor, yeah. And these don't. And what I didn't realize was they are very cocktail-like, only they don't have the alcohol. Yeah, but Just there's a process. All the all the recipes are, I mean, it's pretty much like a bartender or something. Right. Uh, we've, we've got a book that we're going to take a look at, but it was called The Dispenser's Formulary. And it had 1,700 different recipes. Yeah, that's probably too many. <laughs> that's a <laughs> lot of mainly flavor just varieties. Could you imagine you walk into that place up. the first time, and, and they've gone all out. They've got all 1,700 on the uh-huh. menu. Yeah. And you're going to spend three hours 
deciding which flavor you want? So, like, my frame of reference, as you know, for almost everything is Little House on the Prairie, frontier-wise, frontier-wise. But for this, Andy Griffith Show. Okay. The Soda Jerk, the yes. Soda Fountain. You go yes. in and you get your uh, lemon phosphate. That's it. Your uh, malted. And the yep. guy would, you'd sit there and he would, like like you're saying, concoct this thing that would include carbonation and flavors. Yes. And acid phosphate. That That's uh, apparently the key ingredient to all these things. Okay. So let's see what they said here. This is when the sensation first broke out in Paducah. New Light Drinks is the headline. The soda water season in Paducah is now well underway and promises to be as profitable this year as usual. One dispenser of this form of light refreshment, stated this morning that he was certain 5,000 glasses of soda water a day are drunk in Paducah during the hot months, and often even more. The Royal Cabinet will be a novelty this summer, especially in the big cities, and its originator expects it to make a decided hit. Among other new drinks which will be offered are the Pineapple Snow, the Cherry Cocktail, the Claret Glace, I guess... I guess. The chocolate mint and the cream puff. Not content with the bewildering array, the ambitious and ingenious soda jerker will be ready to serve novelties in the shape of the ginger ale cobbler, the mint freeze, the egg malted milk, the creme de menthe. I thought that was just for cigarettes. The egg Coca-Cola and the horse's neck. So there's your ginger ale. I guess in that time, it would be a big deal because everybody else, what else are you drinking? Water, milk, juice, tea, lemonade. Yeah, coffee, and that's probably coffee. what rounds it out, right? Yeah, that's it, really. Whiskey, though, probably. Like, well, I 19th meant like... 19th century. <laughs> 19th century, those people drank Eight-year-olds. Well, but if you're a little <laughs> kid, you're left basically with water, milk. I don't know. This is a big deal, though. It's hard to like imagine why is this such a big deal, but it was a different kind of flavor yeah finally well 1700 Refreshing. flavors I mean, yeah i mean you know how sometimes you get in a rut this yes. could break you out of that <laughs> oh, do you mean all this miserable joke of an existence that we're living <laughs> right. don't bring that up brent my <laughs> rut oh you meant the podcast dead <laughs> yeah, on absolutely <laughs> <laughs> the demand for some drinks is increasing the year through and strange to say the sunday is one of these the egg phosphate maintains its popularity, and the chocolate frappe, the various flavors of phosphates, the uh, claret frappe, and Coca-Cola will continue to quench the thirst of the heated summer man. So egg phosphate. Uh-huh. This thing... It must have been popular. It, uh, it was popular. Is it like ice cream? Is it going to taste creamy? I was trying to decide. I will tell you the ingredients, and then uh, I'm going to let you decide how that it tastes. So okay. into a mixing glass, add one and a half ounces of orange syrup, one and a half ounces of lemon syrup, break one egg, and add acid phosphate. Add shaved ice, shake well, fill with carbonated water, and serve in glass. So I mean, that's, that's like not a... really dairy. No. It. It's Maybe like the egg serves another function to make it, I don't know, thicker. Isn't that why we add eggs to 
recipes. I guess that's all. I don't really doing. need an egg in a cake. It's right. just there to bind it all together inside your uh, phosphate. What yeah. is acid phosphate? I thought I thought that was the carbonation. It's not. Uh, it is like a chemical-like thing. Uh, I've actually burn. got a definition for that oh, as well good, from, good job. from this dispenser's <laughs> formulary book. with the book. class. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Where'd that thing run off to? Solution of acid phosphates made by adding sulfuric acid and water to bone ash <laughs> and expressing as directed in the national formulary. <laughs> Under the Pure Food and Drug Act, the preparation... So made is the only solution which, without other qualification, is legally entitled to the use of the name acid phosphate. Sulfuric acid, then, <laughs> and uh, diluted down, I guess, to non-death levels. Nothing quenches my thirst in the summer. Yeah. <laughs> like sulfuric acid, baby. Make a heck of a, like, uh, mouthwash, though, wouldn't it? <laughs> right. But, but you're never supposed to sw swallow that, right? It's burning. <laughs> But yeah, well, can you imagine that an egg, Coca Cola? Yeah, so just take your Coke that's and what, put that egg in there. That's what I mean. Like in our minds, like any the idea of a drinking an egg is just uh, abhorrent. No one would want to do that now. But at that time, I'm trying to think. Okay, this was that's the most popular one. Uh, it it must have been good or unique. Uh, well, I mean, you know, the flavors were nice and all that. But the, yeah. the this egg thing is kind of killing eggs, me a little egg. bit. <laughs> no, you just can't get past the egg. I thought you were going to say exactly there for a second. No. <laughs> I could see it. The wheels are spinning in your brain. Like, don't do it. Don't say that. <laughs> right. Well, what's a malt? I mean, malted, you know, they would make the, uh, what they call the ones you put ice cream in the Coke. A malted? A malt? Oh, a float. A float. Yeah. That's it. Is that the same thing? Uh, well, that's different still because that's ice cream now, sodas. Now it is. It does talk go on to talk about ice cream sodas. Yeah. Um, so ice cream sodas are always called for, even in the chilliest weather, and chocolate is always the favorite flavor. The egg drinks are gaining rapidly in popularity. And you know, one thing I really read there that was fascinating, because I immediately thought, well, I bet these people were sick all the time, right? Like, like you know, From every every eggs? Wednesday, I'm drinking this raw egg. <laughs> But it turns out that salmonella is a more recent development. Oh, so you could just drink an egg. Yeah. <laughs> you could stomach yeah, it. Yeah, back then, you could, hey, <laughs> just, you're pouring them in like those guys at the gym, right? The, well, that's the, what the that, protein that's drinks. How I, I assume that everybody who's a weightlifter is drinking raw eggs. <laughs> Occasionally, right. you get one that's a little nilla, got a little extra nilla on it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Well, you should have brought an egg phosphate, and we would drink it on like while we're recording through That's the mask. We'll strain it through the mask. Another, yeah, right. Yeah. That's another live event, right? We're, we're, we're racking them up now. We're going to have to start cashing in on all these things. Oh, we've missed the chance for anything live. Uh, the expert of the soda fountain knows how to mix as many different kinds of drinks as an up-to-date bartender and is always keenly alert for any innovation that may catch the popular fancy. Before one is qualified to take command of a first-class fountain, he has to serve a long apprenticeship. What? <laughs> They're not okay. going to just let you turn you loose on that thing. It's a valuable piece of equipment. It costs $50 to buy that. It's probably what the cost. <laughs> yeah, you go in, you put your dime down. So give me a, a strawberry fizz. 
Oh, uh, yeah, there's all kinds of them. The, the frostbite, yeah. the cherry sour, the us fellers, the thirst quencher, <laughs> the night's egg phosphate, the regulation egg phosphate. Oh, okay. The pineapple phosphate, orange well, phosphate. Well, we should just make a regulation egg phosphate. The Central Park, the okay. Bosfo. Okay. Did you say those already? You did say us fellers. Uh, yeah, yeah. We just kind of ran through a few of the, yeah. the different 1,700 flavors. So can I buy phosphate? Like if I went and like really looked around, could I still mm-hmm. buy phosphate? You can. You're not going to find it probably in a local store. Yeah. But if you go on Amazon, you can find that. And the, apparently people do this for fun. They make some of these kind sure. of drinks. Oh, yeah. Just an old-fashioned way. Yeah. Yeah. Just, sure. They just like to relive those yeah, times. Yeah. It, it looked like niche uh, yeah. hobby sort of thing. Oh, there's always some people that want to like go blow four bucks on a lemon phosphate. <laughs> if you just opened a stand somewhere, you know, a certain type of person was go, oh, let's do that. That's what they used to do. Yeah. I want to see what that's like at the drugstore. It was always in a drugstore. Again, based all on TV and movies. It sounds like I'm old. I'm not old, Brent. <laughs> look, look at the wrinkles on my face. Oh, you can't now. <laughs> right, yeah, everybody's the same age thanks to these masks. That's true. <laughs> Let's pay a few bills. And this portion of the program is brought to us by Green's Soda Water Apparatus, the best and lowest in price. A serious accident. James Martin, a clerk in Hare's Drugstore, while working over the soda water generator yesterday, met with a painful accident. The register gauge failed to work, and Martin called Mr. Hare. The latter stepped down into the cellar and began unscrewing the gauge, when on the instant there was a terrible explosion. The fragments of the generator broke both Martin's (laughs) legs, one of which had to be amputated. Oh, no. As it was broken in 12 places. Mr. Hare was rendered insensible for over an hour (laughs) from inhaling the gas. Right. (laughs) Generator accidents are somewhat of the same order as railroad accidents. A great many take place that the public never hear of. Wow. It is only when someone is seriously injured or killed that the public are informed (laughs) of the facts. Well, that's the way we like it. And that's why you need Green's Improved Generator. <laughs> so they're making these things, and this, this advertisement is something that won't blow up on you. That's what they're trying to say. Here's the story of Mr. Hare and what happened with his friend's leg. Uh, yep. There, okay. The other guys' soda fountains explode. Ours don't. And it goes on to say, a boy 12 years old of ordinary intelligence can uh, run it with safety. Fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> Teenagers would work the soda fountain for the druggist, as they were called. In this case, I, I, I bet some of these guys are a little older. I thought they had to be because, trained, like yeah. they had to go through the certain... Yeah, yeah. 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 It didn't say how old uh, James Martin was, but, <laughs> but, but certainly these things are a little more dangerous than we first believed. There's pressure that moves things through tubes and sure, all that stuff. Yeah. So I, I suppose you would. And it's a... sulfuric acid too. <laughs> That's really the derivative. Of... <laughs> Occasionally, a little hydrochloric slips in. That must have been the gases they were talking about, or something in there, right? Like he was knocked know. out by some kind of gas. <laughs> <laughs> I just know that the, yeah, some people would just really love to go into a drugstore, sit down, and order one of these things. For old times' sake, yeah. young people, I don't mean people that were there at the time, but like, you know, it's just kind of a, a part of the culture then that's gone. 
I could see something like this making a comeback. Yeah. Maybe in New York. It's or very hip. They're, they're looking for something new. Yeah. And right. It's kind of a cool trend that could happen. Let's start it right now. We just did. Cool. <laughs> Finally going to hit the big bucks with egg phosphate. <laughs> Got to sign a waiver, though, about the yes. salmonella. Cook your eggs first before you drink them, Brent. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get to our bonus material. Let's hit the road. Matthew's first by the Governor's Coordinated Committee for Traffic Safety. Traffic accidents often occur when people ignore quote-unquote reaction time and braking. This is the reaction time between the recognition of danger and the application of the brakes when stopping. For the average driver, this means about three-quarters of a second. In that brief span, even a slow-moving vehicle will travel several feet. Intervals between vehicles help to increase the margin of safety. You, you look to me to get mm. all witty on you, and I just I don't have anything here. <laughs> well, that's all right. It's nice. I don't know about three-quarters of a second. I'm thinking that I can save everybody a lot of time and government money here by just putting it right on the table. Leave space between you and the car in front of you. Yes. Unless you're really angry at that car. <laughs> <laughs> and then get right up on them. <laughs> yeah, you can't road rage like you used to because yeah, of the stupid road rage. Quarantine. No, no, don't you dare road rage. You'll regret it. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's it's, so. It's saying the average reaction, the time between noticing and breaking is three quarters of a second. That might be optimistic. That seems a little fast. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Yeah, normally it's kind of like... <laughs> a second is not long. You look up and it's been like one Mississippi, <laughs> two Mississippi. Oh. Yeah, right. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Do, yeah, I'm with you. That was. And this little cartoon guy, he's really riding on the back of that truck. <laughs> he's angry. <laughs> back in the yeah, good old days pretty... when they could do that. Mm -hmm. One thing that really makes me mad when I'm driving, though. Oh, yeah? You know when... um. There's going down to one lane of traffic on the interstate. And everybody starts going over left really too early. But technically, you don't have to do that. So you just want to zip on down to where it's a little bit further. And then somebody, well, that'll make someone mad. And then they pull out just to keep you from doing that. You ever have that happen? Uh, actually, no, because I'm one of the people who gets the, over like immediately. immediately. Yeah, because I don't know where the thing is a lot of times. Yeah. And, and as soon as I see, see. The, the right lane closed, oh. I don't want to be trapped in the right lane. Yeah, no, I know. I'm, yeah. Well, I'm counting on yeah. a semi to go slower than me and I'll zip Oh, there in. you go. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, but sometimes people just pull out there just because it just bothers them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they, 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 they that sense that you're taking monitored. advantage. Yeah. yeah, that should be they should be locked away forever for doing that. <laughs> we have now turned to the final page of the chapter, but we're still writing the book. Is this over already? Of course it is. It was yeah. a fun episode. Wow. You can download even more episodes on iTunes or the NPR One app. If you like what you hear, please leave a review or rate us. If you did not like what you heard then I'm sure you haven't made it to this point at all. Special thanks to WKMS, our producer Todd Birdsong, the Paducah School of Art and Design, West Kentucky Community and Technical College, and the rest is history. <laughs> <laughs>